Hey everyone, Joe here with the Modern Heathen Man. I want to thank you all for joining me today on my Modern Heathen Man podcast. It's been a little bit since I've done one again. I've I've gone down to once a week, and I apologize for that. Uh, my life has been really busy lately. A few things are going on. I've started the Modern Heathen Sundries, which is a soap company, to go ahead and provide soaps and body care products to heathens. I wanted to have my own heathen business and something that would be something that heathens could um, rally around and, you know, chop at and do things. And it's more important that we have more heathen businesses than it is that we buy from other businesses. Um, Supporting each other supports heathenry, builds frith, and builds us as heathens one to another, lets us interact with each other and deal with each other on a daily basis, and really gets us to... Just join one another in being heathen, period. So, with that said, I'm sorry that it's been once a week. And I'm sorry that it's um, taken me so long to do these. I will go back to once a day as soon as my life calms down a little bit. Right after um, Samhain, probably, is when it was. I want to wish everybody a happy Maybon. I hope you had a good Harvest Festival and understand what this festival was about. Being in... Alabama, it's really hard for me to understand it, and those of you that are in southern states, it's really hard to understand, but it is the Harvest Festival, the bounty that you've just collected um, from the field that you planted, the great joy that must come from knowing that this is your forage, and this is what's going to last you all through the darkness of the winter, and having an abundance, an ability to share that with one another, create breads, give offerings to the gods that helped you to create those and understand how the earth has helped us to help ourselves to be better so that we can go back and help the earth once again. Anyway, with that said, I want to begin uh, Modern Heathen Man today. Um, This one's going to be a little different format. I'm going to go ahead and talk, and then when I'm done talking, I'm going to go ahead and um, just put the um, promos at the bottom so you can um, see the promos for the heathen businesses. Recently in my meditation, I've been doing a lot of reading beforehand, and I've gone back to the Prosetta and some of the older books. I mean, we all have have malls, I hope, and we're all able to access the have mall. Um, the Poetic Edda is on here. You can listen to it if you'd like to. The Prosetta is the Prosetta is a little deeper than the Poetic Edda. Now, the Poetic Edda is the best thing I can say to understand what it is to be heathen. If you can understand that book. You can understand what it means to be heathen. Um, the man that is questioned in that book and talks to Odin about his faith knows a tremendous amount about his faith. A lot more than I can even say that I know. And I'd have to access it consistently to look stuff up. So I hope one day to get to that point where I can go ahead and just know all that stuff and understand it and be able to reiterate it to somebody just like he was able to to Odin. Um, I'm sure Odin was quite pleased with that as well. So I'm coming to you today from Alabama. It's a beautiful day. And like I said, in my meditation, I've been doing a lot of um, reading of the new books. And I've been searching the gods and asking them why it's so hard for me to understand some of these books sometimes. Um, As much as I know and as much as I do, there are still words in there that I don't understand. The translations are so many to choose from. You can jog back and forth from one translation to another, trying to learn more and more and more each time. The thing is, and I've been hounded by this idea 
and I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this when I say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think we need to put our books into almost like a lexicon. I don't want to say a Bible because instantaneously it does what it needs to do because a Bible is a Bible, but a religious textbook. I think there are religious texts, there are historical texts, there are prophetic texts, just like there is in the Bible itself, but we have the same thing, but ours are separated and they're kept separate. I think we need to get the Eddas and the Sagas together in one translation that everybody can understand them. Now, this is a feat that unfortunately is beyond me, but I am saying what we need. I mean, I could do a little bit at a time, but it's a big feat to do this. Um, and I don't want to say create the Asatru Bible because that just sounds too uniform, and that's not what we want. That's definitely not what we want. Um, a lot of people are, you know, shying away from unification. Me saying that just makes me sound like I'm overpowering, and that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is for the common person today, in order to access the prose edda or the poetic edda or any of the sagas, um, it becomes really hard for them in the sense that they don't have the access to it like they should because it's written in a way that they're not able to fully understand it. Most of these things were translated in the 1800s or even before, and some of that translation is really hard to comprehend for people. Um, Hear me, all ye hallowed beings, both high and low, of Hemdal's children. Thou wilt vol father, and I will set forth the fates of the world, which as first I recall. I call to mind the kin of Aetons, which long ago did give me life. Nine worlds I know, the nine abodes of the glorious world tree, the grounds beneath. In earlier times did Ymir live was nor sea nor land nor salty waves, neither earth was there nor upper heaven, but a gaping nothing, and green things nowhere. Was the land then lifted aloft by Burr's sons, who made Mythgard, the matchless earth, shone from the south, the sun on dry land, on the ground then grew the greensward soft. From the south the sun, by the side of the moon, heaved his right hand over heaven's rim. The sun knew not what seat he had, the stars knew not what seat they held, the moon knew not what might she had, then gathered together the gods of counsel, the holy host, and held converse. To night and new moon their names they gave, the morning named and midday also, forenoon and evening to order the year, on Aitha Plain met the mighty gods, shrines and temples they timbered high, they founded forges to fashion gold, tongs they did shape and tools they made, played at draughts and garth, right glad they were, nor aught lacked they of lustrous gold, till maidens three from the thirses came, awful in might from Aiton home. That is the beginning of the prophecy of the seer in the Volspa, or the Voluspa, pardon me. Now, it's not that hard to understand what's going on here. He's talking about the creation and how things were created, but it gets pretty 
I want to say Harry there at the end, um, played at Draughts in the Garth. I don't know what that means. I'd have to look down and see what that is, but there's no note even that. Um, Till Maidens 3, and I think those are the Norns. Yeah, the Etten that they brought, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a little hard to understand. Um, and like I said, this is a creation story, and there's a couple different creation stories. Um, most of them, all of them, you know, match wholly, but it's really hard. I mean, my library is pretty extensive with the books of the Poetic Eddas, the Prose Eddas, the Sagas of all different types. I have a pretty good library, and if you go... Um, anywhere you can get a library. It's pretty easily, um, especially on Amazon. They have quite a few of them. Not that I'm you know, telling you to go there, but what I'm saying is we don't have a lack of information, but we have a lack of translated information that's able to be understood today. As modern heathens, we have our own language and we have our own way of saying things that weren't the way they said them back then. Uh, I recently read an article that said, you know, if we went back in time, we couldn't even speak to the people back then properly because they wouldn't understand roughly 30% of what we talked about. And the reason that is, is because our language structure has changed. The rules of our language structure has changed. Even the way we say things have changed. Um, it used to mean awful was something that was full of awe. Today, awful is something we don't want to even deal with. But back then, it was something that was great, immense, incredible, and huge, and full of awe and inspiring. But today, awful is something that's bad. You know, just like we say, you know, kick out some sick beats. We don't mean beats that are physically going to make you sick or the roots in the ground that we eat. We mean music that is good. And people would not understand it. Now, that's a definite slang term, but in the same token, our everyday language has taken slang and used it consistently to make what we say today understandable from one place to another. Um, I live in the South now, and I'm originally from the North. The other day, I said a, to a gentleman, oh, how are you doing today? And he looked back at me and said, oh, my back is all stove up. I don't know what stove up meant. It took me a while, and I said, though, stove up? are you cooking? And he's like, no, I'm not cooking. It means, you know, hurt. It means, you know, tight. It means this. And I was like, well, why didn't you just say that? And he's like, well, everybody here just says stove up. So that is the way it is. And that's how our language is. But we need new translations in the modern day to bring about the understanding of what was trying to be said. I got to tell you this, as I'm sitting here, there is a crow that's to my left sitting on the stairs looking at me. Anyway, I'm enjoying that quite a bit. He's now standing on the step and just sitting there looking at me like, what are you doing? And here's his buddy. Here's another one. So I have two crows to my left right now that are sitting there looking at me while I'm talking. Maybe it's a blessing. Maybe it's Hugin and Munin coming to see what I'm talking about. But I want to bring honor to the gods in everything I do, and I want to bring honor to my ancestors in everything I do. And I want to, you know, honor the land whites, and I want to honor everybody else. And in the sense that that is, I want to create an atmosphere of understanding. And in order to create an understanding, we have to create a part where we're all able to understand the text that we're reading. Um, 
I'm not saying that these are bad. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying they're bad at all. What I am saying, though, is I feel like in modern times, we need a more modern translation. And um, <clears throat> you hear him talking? Jackson Crawford put forth a great um, modern translation called the Cowboy Have em All. And that was really good. I enjoyed that quite a bit because even though it was an old-timey cowboy-type language, it still was a language that I could understand in the words that I was able to comprehend. And it was a great translation of that. Now, if we could do that for the Poetic Edda, the Prose Edda, the Sagas, we'd be great. We'd be good to go. And we'd be able to separate them by historical books as opposed to religious books, as opposed to family books, and put them together in a great big binder. And again, I don't want to call it a Bible, but a lexicon of what we have or a singular place that we can go and look these up, put them in an order that we like them, put them in a, a shape that we like and produce that for the masses to be able to understand what the, what the religion is about and what we do in our path and how we do it. And then there's other books that we need to create and how to actually be heathen. I mean, my wife is calling. I'm sorry about that. Um, so I'll pause there for a moment and I will get back to you all in a few moments. Thank you. Hey everyone, Joe here with Modern Heathen Man. I want to tell you guys about something really cool. I wanted to buy my wife something really nice. And one of the things I wanted to do was buy directly from a heathen shop or a heathen artisan. So I wanted to buy her something that she could use, that she would enjoy, something that she could relax with and really get into. And I found this great place called Red's Nightmare Bath Bombs. They're on Facebook under Red's Nightmare Bath Bombs. And they have a wonderful assortment of different bath bombs of different shapes and colors, from stars to hearts to ghosts to even little skeletons that my wife really likes. One of the best things they have is a bunch of different smells. They have a lemon or a lemonade, rose, sandalwood, lavender, peppermint, sweet orange, creamy nutmeg, coconut, green apple, Belize, which is they call dark beach, which is really good, blackberry amber, sweet honeysuckle, pineapple, and many, many more, not to mention a assortment of colors. So if you'd like to get some bath bombs, go ahead and check them out at Red's Nightmare Bath Bombs, or you can actually go ahead and email her at redsnightmare29 at gmail.com, R-E-D-S-N-I-G-H-T-M-A-R-E 29 at gmail.com. So go ahead and check them out. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Hey guys, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. How are you guys tonight? I hope I'm meeting you well. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys, while I'm out traveling, it's not always feasible to carry my whole big altar box with me. So sometimes I like a little something in my pocket. And I found a great place to get that from. That's Odin's Beard Woodworking. Great little place out there. It makes small little pocket altars for you with candles and gods and everything in them, little sayings and such. Wonderful work that this man does. Cars everything by hand. He has a couple things going on here. 
He has little pocket altars that I'm talking about for $25. He has small DD poles of five to six inches for $40. Seven to eight inches for $45. Nine to 10 for $50. And 11 to 12 for $60. He has 26 different deities to choose from and more coming every day. Your choices right now are Odin, Thor, Tyr, Loki, Freyr, Balder, Bragi, Hamdal, Njord, Fenrir, Ullr, Vidar, Hermod, Hel, Freya, Ostri, Skadi, Sif, Er, Frigg, Var, Thrud, Idun, Sigun, Ran, and Yord. That's a lot of different gods to choose from. So he can meet anybody's needs. Tell him what you want. You can go ahead and find him at www.odinsbeardwoodworking.com. He also has a Facebook page, and I know he does some stuff live every once in a while that you can actually watch him carve those things. Anyway, give him a good uh, look-see there and see if he has something that you can use. I guarantee his little pocket ultras will come in handy for you. So anyway, thanks, guys. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, I'm back, and I do want to apologize for having to leave. My wife was uh, was calling. So what I want to say is, you know, we can really help people learn more about our path and help people learn more about um, what's going on with our path if we create this book. And then we have books that can tell, you know, how to do stuff, you know, in heathenry, a lot of people are solitary and have, you know, all their stuff to themselves. And I understand there's nothing wrong with that. There's some people that don't uh, go for organization whatsoever. But in modern heathenry, we do definitely have to organize. We want to organize some stuff that we can um, just have some unification. Like I was talking about reunification last time. Because without it, I don't see us moving forward as a path. I mean, we could keep trying and we could keep doing and without that organization, without that whole movement, we're not going to get anywhere. You know, look at that new girl, Greta, that's all over the news right now. And the reason she's all over the news is because it's not just her. They have a whole group of people that are speaking to world leaders about, you know, what needs to happen in the world. And you know, not to get political or anything, but without unification, without a, more than one voice, we're never going to go anywhere. And if only one person in your area is saying, you know, oh, I want to be heathen, and you're never connecting with anybody else in your area, it makes it really hard for heathenry to become the norm for people to understand, because then it remains in the shadows, and they think that we're doing things that are um, secret and different and weird and all those other words that describe things that we do in the shadows. Not that it's true, but it's perceived to be as that, and perception, nine times out of ten, as what people go off of. We need to uplift each other consistently in everything we do, and those of us that, you know, are not treating each other properly can learn from these books, and in that unification in the book, you know, or in the books that we're going to create or can create or may create could be a whole plethora of information that would then go out there and be disseminated through the whole country, through the world, if you will, 
of people that are able to access this information pretty easily and pretty readily. Um, one of the biggest problems I had when I first started Heathenry was how much it costs to get all the books. I mean, I was buying from a bunch of different places. And let's be honest, I mean, they could charge however much they want because where else are you going to get it from? So, I mean, a lot of the books are public domain now. But, I mean, like even this Poetic Edda, I have this one here. And this is $22.95. It's from the University of Texas Press. And although everything is open domain, here I am spending $22 to purchase this book from Amazon because I want it and the translations that are on there are not as easily accessible as having a book with me. I mean, it's great to have everything online, but I like having the actual book available. Like right now, I'm going to go sit at a restaurant and have some lunch. I'm not going to sit there online the whole time on my little phone trying to read it. I like having a book. I like being able to sit back, grab my horn, grab my cup, grab whatever I have, enjoy myself while I'm doing it, and read from an actual book about what the ancestors have to say, their poetry, their songs, everything about them that leads me along my path, that continues my path for me. So with that said, you know, in my, my meditation, it's been, it's been really hard pressed on me to help people really understand modern heathenry and heathenry as a whole. Um, if you go back through my podcast, you'll hear where I'm talking about how to have different types of services and bloats for different things. And we do things each day for the gods themselves. And you just follow that. I mean, there's no set pattern on how you do stuff. If you're doing it, it's right. I mean, if you're just, you know, even if you just, Call his name out and think of him while you're doing it and meditate that way and just keep saying it over and over. That's one of the easiest forms of meditation there is. Honoring him by saying his name consistently. You could say it that way in the English form. You could say, oh, then. In the old form, you can call him whatever you want. All Father, you can, you know, chant all Father. Do whatever you'd like to do. But in honoring all of them, I think one of the best ways we can honor them is by teaching the world of them. Um, I just saw yesterday that Canada is coming out with coins that are um, silver ingots that are of Odin and Thor. I didn't see anybody else, but I saw those two for sure. And they are beautiful. What what greater honor? I, I'd love to have one and put it onto my altar to honor them and to show um, humility and similitude to them. So I'm thinking about getting them. They're a little expensive, but again, there's something that would be nice on my altar. It would be a great sacrifice of my time to uh, produce the money to purchase them. And it would definitely show honor to them on my altar. Uh, with that said, guys, 
I don't have much more to say today. I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking the time to listen to The Modern Heathen Man. I really enjoy bringing it to you guys each and every um, week right now. And I look forward to bringing you some more. So I want to thank you all for the time. Thank you all for joining me. And I want to say hail to you for wanting to be a better heathen. A better heathen, pardon me. And tell you all to have a great day. Hey everyone, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. I was looking for some new stuff for my beard, and I was looking around and I wanted something my wife would like as well. I was looking for a good product that didn't leave my beard feeling greasy, that nourished it and kept it moist, and had a good scent to it as well. Um, so in discussing with my wife, we tried a few different things, and I found this wonderful heathen place called Beast Curiosities. Now they don't just offer beard oil, they have quite a few different products available through them. Um, you definitely want to go ahead and check them out at BeastCuriosities.com. But I specifically tried the beard oil. Um, I tried Hell's Respite, I tried Tears Loyalty, and I tried, give me one second, Yord's Wilderness. All of these were really great beard oils. They all had wonderful scents that lasted a long time and would stay with me throughout the whole day. They nourished my beard and kept it good. And they also made it that it felt nice and was good to smell. And other people around me liked it quite a bit. So when you actually get in their oils, they tried really hard to produce an oil that does what it says it's gonna do while nourishing your beard as well. They tried a few products till they got the great one together and they call it their magical beard oil. I will tell you, it is magical. It smells great. Even after going to the pool with my wife for about three hours, my beard still smelled great and felt great. So with that said, I'm gonna tell you to go ahead and check them out. Again, they're not only beard oil, but Beast Curiosity is a place you wanna go. BeastCuriosities.com. You can also email him and check out his products at Beast at beastcuriosities.com. They have a Twitter account at BS Curiosities, and you can also find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash beastcuriosities. You definitely want to go out and get some of this if you have a beard. It is a wonderful product, something great to use. My wife and her friends all love this product quite a bit. So go ahead and get it if you get a chance, guys. It's a wonderful product. Thank you, guys, and have a great day. Hey guys, this is Joe at Modern Heathen Man. How are you all today? Hoping you're having a good and uh, great day. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about this YouTube channel that I found called Midgard Musings. It's by a man named Jesse and it is incredible. He has new videos uploaded on the channel every Sunday night and he has a live Facebook stream every Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. Midgard Musings' goal is to help build heathen communities around the world with educational content and laid-back fun manner. He values the historical aspect of this path and uses it to help us grow and develop as heathens in modern times. So if you've been a heathen for a while or just brand new to it, definitely check it out. It's something worthwhile. If you'd like to support Midgard Musings by subscribing to youtube.com forward slash Midgard Musings, following on Facebook and purchasing merchandise from the Teespring and Redbub's, Redbubble stores. Redbubble, say that three times. All of which can be found on the YouTube channel video description. 
Midgard Musing also offers handmade driftwood rune sets for sale, and the purchase of these items help support the channel. Just to touch base on that a little bit, I actually own one of those rune sets. They are incredibly nice, good feel, wonderful stuff, good power within them. I'm telling you, worthwhile checking out. So please head on over to Midgard Musings, like and subscribe to the channel, and follow on Facebook and on YouTube at facebook.com slash midgardmusings and youtube.com slash midgardmusings. M-I-D-G-A-R-D-M-U-S-I-N-G-S. We'll find you at Midgard Musings. Thanks, guys, and have a great day.